0: Welcome to Source Code Berlin. I'm Marc Fonseca Renderu, coming to you, this time, from Ezino Lario, which is the location high above Lake Como, small town, Wikimania 2016, oh, 900, maybe 1,000 Wikipedians from around the world. And when I say around the world... I mean, so many corners of the world gathering here for the last few days to talk about, yes, Wikipedia and projects related and what's going to happen, what needs to happen, decisions for both today and tomorrow, the proverbial tomorrow. It's been a fantastic few days as I record this, I'm walking down a small path through the forest. I look up and I can see an even higher mountain than this one. Perhaps you can hear the water. There's a field of green in between the trees. There's a few piles of wood that have been neatly stacked and covered with a tarp. The sound of water, though, I got to come back to that. It's, It's just, I guess as I walk, I'm going to walk down this path as I tell you a little bit about this gathering. So indeed, uh, it's a particularly special gathering, Uh, not the first Wikimania, not by a long shot. Definitely the first for me, I can tell you that. Uh, But also, surely the first time that a village has... uh, hosted. If you think about it, many conferences take place in cities. Cities are very focused on having conferences, uh, whether it's, you know, filling a convention center or the hotels that a city can have. But here, it's a village. 700 or so people, seemingly all involved in welcoming, housing, Helping, uh, Wikipedians
1: Are you strange to the word "is strange"?
2: A strange Italian song.
0: Eh, benvenuti a tutti. E eh, spero che eh, il paese, l'ambiente di Esino, la gente di Esino. Um, che a vostra disposizione abbia un cuore grande da dimostrarvi grande possibilità di amicizia di incontri e di aggregazione con uh, questo mondo di cultura che è Wikipedia e Wikimania grazie non <ride> On today's program, you'll hear from many participants, but of course, it's a tiny drop in the bucket. Maybe some Wikipedians, as they listen, will wonder, Hey, why didn't you talk to so-and-so? They were there. And you probably have a good point. But with so many people walking around, so many people engaged in important conversations, in passionate conversations, I have to say, as a as a podcaster, as an observer... Uh, I don't want to upset that balance. So when I had my opportunities, uh, I had some wonderful conversations, the nice, slightly longer conversations where you sit down, no pressure and let people talk about what they've seen here, but also what they, what they're interested in, why they're here, the issues, uh, the projects that they're most passionate about. So that's what I've been doing the last few days, and I'm going to share that with you now in the form of small conversations. One topic would be simply impressions of Ezino Ladio, and to do that, actually we can begin with those who were involved in making this happen.
1: Well, my name is Catherine de Senarclan. My family is Swiss. I'm from Geneva. And I married an Italian. And I entered the city council last year because our group really wanted to work at Wikimania. Uh, That was our project. I have been a teacher all my life, uh, vice principal in a school. And I think I've made many friends in this village And I think we have given the impression that we were fighting for something that was worth doing and people joined in. And I can see people around who say, OK, that's really nice. And they enjoy seeing the village so lively these
2: days. Mm -hmm. I'm uh, Marta Pigazzini. I'm uh, partly from Ezino because my mother is from Ezino, but I live now in, uh, in Como, where I work. I've been involved in this project for about one and a half years, and as part of uh, the Wikimania organization, I've been in charge of accommodation and registrations. <laughs> I work in a startup company, of which I'm founder. We are a technology company, and we developed uh, special illumination technology, so it's a good challenge. They're both, I mean, I like challenges, basically. They
1: twice came to asino to check, and uh, the first time it was a German delegate and uh, someone from Israel, and they both said, yes, we believe it is possible. The second time it was people from the Wikimedia Foundation. They came for a few days, visited all the premises, and said, okay, their impression was that the team was good and also that it would leave something to the place. It would be meaningful. I mean, Wikipedia is a whole adventure about giving people the key to knowledge. It's about Mm -hmm. generosity. It's about doing something to change the world. Mm -hmm. So the idea that in would be relevant in is, you know. I mean, you, you can do it in London, of course. You can do it in a big city. It won't really change the city. It will be in all the paper. It will be covered by the most important journalists. But it won't change the area. You mm-hmm. use it, and of course you find everything. You find international airports, five-star hotels, big halls, and everything is pretty easy. Easy, mm-hmm. you was a challenge. It was crazy. Be bold, be foolish, all of it.
2: Hosting over 600 people in private housing, it's really a big challenge. As you know, in the 70s and 80s was a town where over 2,000 people came during the summer for the holidays. But most of the places, most of the hotels and so on, have either closed or uh, they're old style. I mean, they cannot be used anymore. So going from door to door asking are you interested in giving us your apartment how many beds do you have is everything fine is everything working it has been a quite big challenge because sometimes for example people gave us an apartment and then two months later we found out that uh, there was no uh, no hot water or that there were some problems with this or that because of course i mean if you keep an house closed for 20 years you don't know what can happen once you open it on the other side, many people have had the occasion. With this occasion, they decided to reopen the houses, to restore the houses, to put it like—I mean—to give it a new life, basically, also for future occasions.
1: Isino is a little village in the mountains, and people in the mountains tend to help each other. Life in a mountain is not easy, and people know that if something happens, everybody has to join and give a hand. So we knew we could count on the people. Uh, the project was sent only after we had checked that we had 700 beds when we realized that there were enough places for Wikipedians to meet we decided okay let's go at first we only had the money from Wikimedia Foundation in America and then my daughter managed to get uh, funds from Fondazione Cariplo and that was that doubled the money we had, which made it possible to, um, to work on premises. And instead of having tensile structures, which is money for nothing in a way, because you, you build it and then you, you rent it and you give it back and nothing is left in the village. We decided to repair and to rebuild the cinema and to make different premises possible and accessible for people who had uh, mobility problems. And so we decided to do it in a different way. Even the mayor, Pietro Pensa, decided, for example, that to have connection was ob- obviously essential, but to have wires flying over electrical poles would leave nothing to the village. Mm. So everything was buried. I don't think there are many mountain villages that are connected from top to bottom mm-hmm. in the street. And that was done in two weeks, if I remember well. <laughs>
2: The biggest part, I think, has been the interaction with the people and making the people feel part of it. I mean, like, people are asking us, oh, can you please send to my apartment somebody from Uruguay? Because I have uh, some, some relatives in Uruguay, so I would like to have somebody. Or the other person, I would prefer this. But in a positive way, because they wanted a specific nationality due to relations, due to past events, and so on. And everybody was really, really eager of, uh, hosting the people from Ximena. So it was, I mean, without the support of the of the people of the village, we, can, we could not have made it. So they were really, really important. Also the relationship with them, how we spoke to them, the information we gave them, the numbers we gave them. It was all, I mean, it was really a job, I would say, the difficulty was mainly in the relationships. Because once... Uh, The trust was created and so on, then people were more available to give us uh, their houses.
1: I think we have now a hundred students who volunteer and come here and help people and open the different uh, venues. And we also have um, 30 people, adults, who did a lot of work volunteering on Saturday, on Sunday, after work. And this is possible only in places where you realize people do understand what's going on. So we had meetings, we had to explain. We said we do believe it is an opportunity for the village. It would mean a lot of work. It would mean uh, crazy things, uh, a week of uh, a very special event. But it also means that the village will be known all over the world, maybe, and that it may change the attitude of people.
2: I think that many people sometimes just want to cut from the city, from the the life which is really, really fast and really, really uh, just noisy and just come out to a place like this one where it's quiet, you can relax, it's really easy. I mean, I think also the times feels completely different in such a place. And I think we need it. I mean, I live in the city as well during the week and coming here in the weekends just calms me down just empties my mind the atmosphere how people just go around and so on i wasn't i mean I, I hope for the future that the sound could again become i'm i don't mean to have like twelve thousand people like in the 60s or 70s but even to have a bit more life more people coming a few things reopening the houses being rented and so on would be really really nice
1: it would be a mistake to believe that Asino is in the middle of nowhere. I mean, it was on one of the routes of the Roman period going from Rome to the north of Europe. Uh, for example, Lake Como was kind of a highway, and if you were not traveling by boat, but you needed to have horses or something, you would go up to Aisina and then down, because it was not possible to uh, go along the lake. So Aisina was never totally uh, isolated. So they heard the news, they were um, they knew what was going on. Aisina also had a period of great tourism. Um, let's say at the beginning of the 20th century, The air was good, it was healthy, doctors would send people who had problems with their lungs, say it's the ideal place, and there were as many as 10,000 people coming in the summer. They used to take a flat, for example, and stay here for three months, grandparents, grandchildren, parents coming on the weekend, and there was quite a social life at that time. The cinema was very popular, there were people dancing around, music, pubs, and so on. Then slowly the offer was, of course, more and it was easier and easier to go to Egypt, to Northern Africa, to other countries. And, um, as was no longer so popular. It was not the only option, of course. But now I think people do enjoy holidays in the mountains, sports, walking in the mountains. And, for example, one thing I do admire is that the people here were offered a few options for the evening or the afternoon and many went up the mountain. They went up to San Defendente, which is a place that offers a wonderful view over Lake Como. Yesterday they went to Monte Croce, which is another mountain, and I think tomorrow night they are going to have dinner in a chalet in the mountains. So what they like is what we can offer. Mm-hmm. What they like is not necessarily the concert we have organized these days, but it is what we can give them anytime. Because we have the mountains around and many walks.
2: If we just say, okay, our time is past," and we sit there doing nothing, nothing will happen. So at a certain point, each one of us is responsible and each one of us simply has to do, okay, I want to invest, I want to do even a little part, but I know that this part can lead to something much bigger. Because, I mean, consider that most of the work here, I would say, a really large amount of the work here has been done by volunteers. Volunteers who so who took this as an opportunity for change, for a new a new coming back of the sound. So it's bits and pieces put together that have made this possible. And I think that bits and pieces put together can also make many things possible in the future.
1: When we started talking about Wikimania, we needed to tell people what it would be about and lots of people would use Wikipedia without realizing what it was. So uh, I remember different uh, we did a little bit of training I went to the elementary school and I found out that with kids of uh, who were 8 or until 12 years old they were able to understand everything edit on the on Wikipedia it took us a, a whole afternoon to explain what Wikipedia was about to understand the words to understand the technique and at the end of the day they were able to edit and modify entries on Wikipedia. And they found it perfectly natural. Mm-hmm. So it was not what I saw as a miracle. Mm-hmm. I was, I was really impressed because it took me time to prepare all the games that were necessary to take them to the last step and say, okay, now guys, you go on Wikipedia and play with it. Mm-hmm. Huh? Become a Wikipedian. For them, it was absolutely natural. Mm-hmm. And then what we did, um Dario Crespi went to at least 15 schools in the area and taught about 2,000 students, more than 2,000, he told me, uh, what Wikipedia is about, how to uh, edit, how to work with it, how to become a Wikipedian. So we have the feeling that it's not only Asino; it is the whole area. That was for the province of Lecco. So we never thought that this event had to be only for the village. It had to be for the whole area. For example, one of the things we are proud of is that uh, Regione Lombardia decided to give money for the road. The road needed it. But of course, the road was not only for us. The road is for the whole area. Mm -hmm. So we are quite happy to see that what is going on is not um, only for the village, but means a lot for the whole area.
2: We want to make you feel at home. We want you to be at home. I mean the people, the owners of the houses are not simply like in a hotel, just assigning you a room. They want you to feel well, to feel good, to, I mean, to have a nice experience, which goes beyond the simple, I need a bed, where to sleep. It's like to enter also into a relationship, a human contact with other people, to share experiences, to share particular moments and so on. So it's like, welcome, please come. We're ready.
0: So we've heard a little bit from the people who... Made this event happen and are making sure that it continues smoothly until the very end. But now we'll hear some observations, especially as the days have gone on. You'll hear from people about what they've experienced here, perhaps a moment they really enjoyed or an overall feeling that they've gotten while being at this event and especially while coexisting with this village because it really is a big part of the experience here when you wake up in the morning and there's wonderful sun or some storm clouds that's happened as well and you hear the sound of water flowing down the hill and you wave hello to someone and they wave back or they stop to give you a ride as very often happens. Uh, So there's bound to be lots of stories about the village and how it plays a role in shaping the spirit of this gathering. Let's listen.
3: Flaminio Francisci, responsible for strategy and business development in LinkedIn Data Center. What LinkedIn Data Center does is providing the infrastructure as a service that is needed to work with Linked Open Data. And Linked Open Data is the future of the web mm. because think about this story. The web born with uh, Linked text was the hypertext. You know? So you put a text on a website and you link the pages and also you link website among that. That was, let's call it web 1.0. Mm-hmm. Then 2004, this web 2.0 was uh, created as a concept and was the, uh, and that was born the idea of linking people is the social component on the web where all the social uh, stuff uh, was born like uh, facebook linkedin and whatsoever so it's people connected with people and then it's the third area of, of era of the web is connecting data with other data on the web and that's very important and linked open data is exactly that concept and what we are doing is connecting this data and offering the infrastructure that is needed to do that so again it is a kind of a collaborative uh, approach because this open data are open because are uh, available on the web and then you can connect them to move from simple data to smart data there's this knowledge mm-hmm. knowledge base so mm-hmm. it's very very similar to what uh, wikimania uh, aim to mm-hmm. to do and at the center point in time we said what could be Um, an office for this type of startup that is a collaborative one and then we heard about uh, Wikimania we heard about uh, the opportunity to have this uh, uh, let's say collaborative event based in uh, Esinolario. so we decided why don't we put our open labs in Esinolario that will be used as a kind of a physical hub to connect people that are working together once in a while when it's needed um, but also can be a kind of a base for people that want just to have uh, some uh, quite full uh, working environment to develop things and uh, to get together just for fun or just to um, close up what we're doing so that could be business uh, could be a strategy to understand uh, if you are doing well could be develop some software could be uh, invite customers whatsoever so basically the idea is we have uh, an official uh, legal legal headquarters. Okay, that is just the typical, let's say, office. And then we decided not to have an office at all, but to have just this open lab based in as in Olario. So that's the reason why we are here. You can see uh, here in 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 the garden. Uh, we are talking to each other, but there are also other people that I don't know who they are are just <laughs> here, and perhaps they are not interested at all in linked open data. But uh, uh, actually, we. We have had a lot of good, very good contacts because at the end, um, who has this kind of uh, open mindset uh, is also usually able to understand uh, uh, complex things and and also as a that type of uh, preparation that for us is relevant.
4: My name is Kim Jill. I work at the Wikimedia Foundation in the technical collaboration team. I really like The attitude and the boldness of a team that proposed uh, Wikimania that had to be different by design. And that was a decision done some time ago, also the decision to accept that. And this is actually conditioning all our interactions. Like, for instance, the fact that we have tickets that tell us where we're going to have lunch and dinner... This actually breaks all our routines, you know, like just going with the same old friends and we get to know a lot more neighbors or at least find our friends. But, you know, something, for instance, like this is conditioning the relations a lot. And I like I like this fact.
5: Um, I love Wikimania. You know, it's a I work with hundreds of. If not thousands of individuals on a yearly basis to work to develop Wikipedia's, um, medical content specifically. And, you know, this is an opportunity to meet a thousand of my best friends in person. You know, this is a fabulous location. Uh, the, the community has been exceedingly welcoming. Um, I feel much more comfortable in this venue. I I come from the countryside of Canada. Uh, and this is, this is more my, my style of event, my, my locale for an event we need to have an international, all-inclusive event once a year at a minimum. Um, you know, the collaborations that we, that we form here, uh, the meetings we have, allow us to go home recharged, inv- invigorated, and with a lot more ideas um, to work more efficiently and to a greater extent in the coming year. So, you know, a lot of initiatives that I've been involved in have come out of the simple face-to-face meetings I've had at Wikimanias over the years.
1: I was told that yesterday, a gentleman or a lady, I don't know, was not able to find her flat. She was looking around, she had her key in her head, and she said, was it here, was it there? She couldn't remember. And well, she met somebody who asked, can I help you? And she said, I can't find the flat, but they didn't exactly know which it was. So they said, well, come up. And... uh, the person slept in their house and then in the morning he had breakfast and they said, now we have time to see to the thing. So, I mean, these are things that you can hardly imagine in a big city. Um, there are certainly people who are looking through the window and wondering what's going on. I mean, I don't think everybody has been an active participant I have called many families and we sent the program, the project when we were able to make sure we had 700 beds. And I can tell you there was just one family who said, I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they would say, okay, you can have the flat I have or, or maybe they would, a few of them would say, look, at the moment, my mother is not well and we need somebody to look after her. We can't really, um, do without this, the flat we would normally be very pleased to give you. So that is quite extraordinary. I think, um, they trusted us and they were presented the project and they believe that it was, meaningful for the village. And they're proud of what's going on.
3: Well, I I think that uh, uh, driving a project as uh, uh, Wikipedia or all the other projects in uh, uh, Wikimedia Foundation related with, with Wikimedia is really, really hard for two things. They are inventing the future, something that is not existing at the moment. That's point number one. Point number two, uh, if you think uh, the product of all this work that is done in a collaborative way is amazing, right? Mm. Because uh, they are somehow creating knowledge in a collaborative way, bottom up, of quality. And they have also to cope with uh, all the vandalism, uh, things that uh, would like to... And at the very end, it works. So who, whoever could have uh, thought at the beginning of uh, Wikipedia, for example, that millions of people would have contributed to creating knowledge without, uh, by the way, any, any income, any revenue, any form of payment. So I think this event is really, really important because it's a way where uh, people together that are doing that job can figure out how to move forward. Mm. So it's where they are generating uh, a direction, where they are generating new ideas for for their own future. And it's not that easy because, you know, when you are just one guy sitting in a control room and you take decision, that could be easy. But when you are millions of people and you need to steer a machine, I I think it's an incredible lesson uh, of the shared economy Mm. as you can make things happen, bottom up uh, and as you can create value putting together a lot of uh, small pieces to make them big. Um,
2: Let's say that my favorite moment was when the first bus arrived on Tuesday morning. We were really, really worried that it would uh, take us like two or three hours to have everybody assigned an accommodation and everybody taken to their accommodation and so And for us, I mean, two, three hours, for somebody maybe having traveled 30 hours plus, okay, the way from the airport to here, it's beautiful, but uh, (laughs) it's not the best way, let's say. So we were really, really worried of having people around not being assigned an apartment in time. And I must say that... um, I had a really excellent team of volunteers from the high school and it really, it was amazing because we had trained them and we had a clear procedure and in like less than one hour basically everybody was in their in their place and this was excellent I mean it was a really really good moment for us saying okay we've done it we've done a really good uh, uh, let's say reception to all these people are coming it works we can do it and so on so once we've passed this the first arrival let's say everything went much smoother and also I think a bit of the excitement the people are arriving the world is arriving in Esino so <laughs> yeah. it was a, a big moment not just people are here to register it's the world is coming the wikimanians (laughs) are coming we've waited for them so long and finally it's here
0: Of course, we're talking about Wikimania, and as important as it is to set the stage and think about where we are and the power of a, a welcoming small village, there's always going to be the projects, the things that people are busy with and passionate about. So let's get to that now, participants in Wikimania, what they're busy with, and what they're learning, what they're working on. Let's go.
4: Well, I have 1.5 personal missions. My main, main mission is that our, our team, we are bringing a proposal to the movement to look at conflicts around software development in a different way to move from what have been chapters being really intense in the past about confrontation and misunderstanding and actually work on technical collaboration guidelines a set of recommendations for developer teams and for communities that would help them have common protocols to talk to each other to collaborate together to be software partners that's my main mission. I'm pitching this to whoever asks and not asks. Um, also, my team organizes the hackathon, which happened in the first two days. And actually, there's, a, there's the showcase happening uh, almost as we speak. And, and well, I wasn't directly involved this time because our team is getting better at organizing hackathons. Uh, but still, I'm, I'm ultimately responsible. So uh, I wanted to be here and I enjoy hackathons anyway.
5: So, we know that those in the Western world already have good access to healthcare information, but those in the v- developing world simply do not. This is one of the critical issues in healthcare. It's one of the critical issues in public health, and we at Wiki Project Medicine are our goal is to get healthcare information into the languages of the world, um, and not only get the information into those languages, but get them out to the people who need it most. So the two big initiatives that that, that I'm working on, one is uh, the translation of medical content, and we're doing that in partnership with um, Wikipedias from those local countries, as well as Translators of Borders, as well as some for-profit translation companies like Rubik. And then we're working in partnership with the Wikimedia Foundation, with Wikimedia CH, with Wikimedia South Africa, to develop more formats that are more amenable to people in the developing world. So we're working on an offline, well, we've developed an offline medical app where you can basically put all of... Wikipedia's healthcare content onto your phone, so when the power goes out, when the internet goes down, you still have access to all this critical healthcare information. You know, we've we've accomplished the initial steps, and we're working to expand and grow on what we've already built. So, you know, right now we have all the medical information packaged uh, for Android phone in English. We're working on um, rolling out the next six languages. uh, So French, Spanish, Portuguese, Hindi, Chinese, and Persian. Um, we're working on techniques to get that, uh, you know, to, to, to basically distribute these offline formats in ways other than via uh, Wi-Fi, well, well, other than via the internet and via cellular Uh, Phones, because you know it's it's one gigabyte of content. Um, What we want to do is we're we're looking at setting up base stations that basically spreads this
4: information in
5: the surrounding area.
4: I think I think uh, the most important thing about the future is not the future is is the present and what we're doing, what why we are doing what we are doing. Uh, The mission stays fresh, and the world still needs. Free, no, all the free knowledge for everyone and uh, the fact that this, this mission is accomplished through a desktop browser with a wiki page that has a navigation on the left or all those things you know uh, of course it's very important but I, I it ultimately it's just a support um, let me bring a comparison In the, whatever, 50s, 60s, there was something about youth and rebellion, okay, and that had an impact on music, okay, and that was different from classical music, clearly. In the meantime, we've got, I don't know, like like mono radio, stereo radio, uh, vinyl CDs. I don't know, we have got many supports and now also the music had to end because there was like, mm, the internet also would come. Keeps transforming. And, but still, uh, Young Rebellion keeps being a motivation for new musicians to just go and take whatever tools they have to produce music bring a message and distribute it okay. so i wouldn't be i wouldn't be scared about oh maybe people will not access www etc cetera, etc cetera. um what is more important is that we keep having a healthy movement that still thinks that yes it is the most important thing to do that we have more free knowledge distributed to more people?
1: Actually, there were people who grumbled. They said, why is, you know, of all places, they were frightened. But my daughter noticed that here, everybody is really, the people are all together. In London, uh, people were put up in different hotels, and after the conference, they would maybe meet somewhere, but they were isolated in a way. It was not like in a village in which... I mean, the population of Isinu is 700 inhabitants, and we have 1,000 Wikipedians at the moment. And the 700, most of them host people. So they have prepared a flat, they have prepared maybe breakfast, and uh, they go to the restaurants and hotels. And I mean, it's like a big, big village. And Wikipedians often say, we are a big community, but we are also a small family. They often observe this. And some people wrote on the internet, I'm very pleased, I needed to relax, I want a place where I can talk to people, meet people, without needing to go to use the underground. I know it is difficult to come here or go down to Varenna or to Lake Como. When you are here, if the weather is nice, if you can sit around in the grass, in the gardens, and uh, talk to the people you want to meet, I mean, it is ideal Will anybody be brave enough to copy the thing? I mean, I think it is in a way impossible in places where you do con- cannot count on people's volunteering. I know that next year it will in Montreal and in Canada that will be again Sheraton, and mm-hmm. here we have flats and people have to be content with it. We'll go back to that, yeah. I mean, it is an, something nice. It means that people in the village have been worked working together. Um, following the same goal. And working together is what makes people happy, usually, working together. I could see the people in this, you know, building the tensile structure. I mean, after work, uh, at uh, 6 o'clock in the evening or on Sunday and Saturday, they would take hammers and build things and they made, for example, the car park you have seen close to the was built uh, last month. And uh, this is something that we could not possibly have done without the help of everybody in the village.
4: Wikimedia is very important. Uh, then again, Wikimania is a snapshot of, a limited snapshot of Wikimedia life that happens periodically. So um, there's some discussion, for instance, of, oh, now it's not going to be every year or whatever. But, uh, Again, and this is similar to my opinion about the future of Wikipedia as we know it today, Uh, Wikimania is one way to meet and interact that is different from the regular day-to-day interactions, but it's not the only possible successful way. So while I'm always looking forward for the next Wikimania, I am probably more excited at the end. If if I... some, all the small excitements in smaller meetings, these meetups, uh, these small, I don't know, hackathons, uh, casual encounters of volunteers because I'm visiting your city. I think the sum of all that, actually, the impact is at the end higher. Wikimini is important, but uh, if you ask me, I don't think it's the most important thing.
2: I've never been asked if I would like to do this again. And... (laughs) Uh, I would say yes. I mean, yes, because uh, cultural moments like these ones are really important. Moments when people get to share ideas, when people, I mean, mean—they're, I think they're fantastic for everybody and for, uh, in general, for the growth of a uh, society and so on. So, yes, I would do it again in the future. Yeah. The idea is uh, not to stop here, maybe not to organize such big events, but to have a cultural program. This is my idea, of course, but I hope it, yeah, it will, uh, it will come to life. Basically, the idea is to develop a cultural program, program every year, every year. Maybe to host some events. I mean, smaller ones. So we don't need to have 800 people every time. 100 people is also fine, in my opinion. So to keep the town alive with events, conferences, different kind of activities, which can go from many different fields I mean from uh, science uh, to more uh, su- subjects like literature and so on or also uh, we have here we are in the mountains we have a really really good um, fauna and flora the I mean the the vegetation and it's really really uh, rich and it's really beautiful and also I mean activities where you speak to people you help people regaining a relationship with nature with which we have sometimes lost I've been I've been. Uh, I remember one time asking a kid, uh, "Come in the vegetable garden. We go and pick some carrots." And he told me, "I buy carrots at Sainsbury's." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah okay, but you know, carrots grow. So also, in such a beautiful place in the middle of the nature, also doing specific activities with kids to make them go back. Leave. I'm. I'm not saying. Technology, I think, is wonderful, but sometimes we also have to gap, go back to the basics. Yeah. So, such events, and also with the houses, with all the accommodations we've put together, the idea is maybe to set up a website or set or organize ourselves into something in order to rent houses more easily, to ma- make make an organization where the owner doesn't necessarily. Need to be responsible for the house, but uh, which helps the owner in renting the house and so on, and cleaning it, and greeting the tourists, and in order not to leave the house closes around the town, so to give it some life. And everybody wanted to
1: work well. I mean, they put their name on it. They said, "I'm doing the electrical system." I'm, and I wanted to to be okay. I'm responsible for it. If anything goes wrong, I feel they will look at me and say, "What did you do?" Yeah. So we have seen people who said, "Okay, I am making the floor of the cinema, but I am offering the floor of the terrace because I feel it could be look nicer." So people have put their pride in doing things well.
0: Uh,
3: today, uh, as you, as we all know, is the Brexit day, and. Uh, as exactly what what's happening here is exactly the opposite. It's a demonstration that people from many different countries, many different cultures, uh, m- with many different habits, by the way, uh, uh, different religions, mm-hmm. uh, are coming together, and people are opening their doors by free because nobody here is paid to host people in their homes, in their houses, by the way, mm-hmm. and they're hosting. Uh, perfect strangers they don't even know who they are who is sleeping in their own beds in their home and that is a lesson for the entire world I think uh, that says uh, a different model than uh, for integrating different uh, cultures, as is happening because this is we are all under pressure there's a lot of refugees that are coming Mm -hmm. and they will continue to come Mm -hmm. so there's no way then find this kind of opening our doors and find a way to host them and to live together. So that's, I I think it's one of the the most important results of these initiatives.
0: So there you have it. Uh, Wikimania, some impressions, both from people who are making it happen to people who are here as guests. Some very honest and good-spirited observations. I hope you enjoyed listening. And of course, the website, as always, is sourcecode.berlin. And we will be back with you very soon. But for now, from Ezino Lario, I'm Mark Fonseca Rendeiro. Thanks so much for listening. See you next time. If you enjoyed this edition of Source Code Berlin, stay tuned for the next episode, part two, more voices from Ezino, Ladio and Wikimania. Source Code Berlin is published under a CC BY SA 4.0 license. Music today was by Italian Village Music and Dance, Return to Normal, and Juanitos, all published under CC BY SA licenses and available via the Free Music Archive. Go to sourcecode.berlin to find out more or... Look in your favorite podcast delivery app or place for Source Code Berlin and subscribe to get all the episodes.